Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Taking time for ourselves has always been such an important topic, but I would argue that in this day and age when things are more virtual, more at our fingertips and expectations tend to be, or at least perceived to be, higher, it is even more important to take time for ourselves. So this week, we're going to talk about taking time for ourselves without the guilt. Stick around. I've always been interested in quotes or various sayings, and I've tried to keep notebooks or some way of collecting all of my favorite quotes in the whole wide world. And so many of them resonate with me that I just don't have a great tool for that. But one thing I have found is, and this is not a sponsored promotion, but I do have a couple apps on my phone that regularly send me quotes. And so one is a motivation app and the other one is, it's just called motivation. And the other one is called I am, and it's an intentions app. And so this week, uh, this past week, I have been, uh, getting those reminders to my phone on a regular basis. And the motivation app sent me one that said, um, quote, take time for yourself. You deserve it, end quote. And the intentions app sent me one either the same day or the next day that said, quote, I am a priority in my life. My health and healing matter, end quote. And so for me, it was a sign from the universe that it was time to talk about taking time for ourselves. So uh, I know that this is an important topic and probably much longer than this podcast will allow for, but I'm just going to share a couple of different things that I do or tips I've heard or um, seen successful for folks to hopefully generate some ideas or some interest in and reminders that we deserve to take time for ourselves. So uh, a friend and I are doing an Akuhoai, which is our international uh, association presentation in June on productivity. And one of the things that we talk about very regularly is how in our field, there is a badge of honor around productivity, how many hours we work, how many things we produce, how many emails we generate, committees we sit on, those sorts of things. Not really sure how we've gotten to that phase in our career, but it generates this um, competitiveness. So go back and listen to the comparison podcast if you want to talk about competitiveness and comparison. But also it generates this, I'm always busy my calendar is always full kind of mentality. And uh, those who work with me know that my calendar is always full, either because I've done so or because others have done so. But some of my full calendar is very intentional because I have learned to block my time on my calendar. So um, Jen with Craft Your Life Coaching talks about in one of her podcasts how uh, she schedules meetings with Todd. And in her world, Todd is a fictitious person who 
it's just really an opportunity for her to take time for herself, whether that's catching up on things or working on a project or digging deeper into an area of interest that she hasn't had time to do. And so that really resonated with me. Now, I actually work with the Todd, so time with Todd or meeting with Todd would probably raise some red or orange flags for some folks in my organization, but I understood and appreciate and I'm on board with the intention behind blocking the calendar for things that you want and need to do. And so uh, I've always been pretty good about blocking my calendar in the morning, making sure that I have time for emails and getting myself in a good space for the day uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe longer than that, I started blocking time at the end of my day. At um, 4.30 is the, 5 o'clock is the end of the day. 4.30 is when I block my calendar for a wrap-up because what I found was folks were scheduling meetings that went right up until 5 o'clock and that left me scrambling to get out the door, to get do daycare pickup or just to get on the road and get home. And I hated the scramble feel. And so I wanted to have that 30 minutes, that last 30 minutes of my day as my opportunity to do what I needed to do to end my day and prepare myself for the next work day. So I've done that. Um, I've also blocked my lunch because uh, this girl is never going to skip lunch. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. And it usually baffles me when I hear folks talk about how they didn't get a lunch today or they didn't take time for lunch. And it's my personal preference uh, that I have that break, not just for the intake of food, right? Uh, but also like I need that brain break. I need that mental stop in my day to not think about the things I've been thinking about all morning or to mentally just disconnect so that I can be ready for my afternoon. Uh, and so it's really, really important to me to block those times. I've also started blocking time for professional development because I get an influx of articles to my inbox or um, things that I want to look up or things I should just be doing, like regularly updating my resume. And I'm not doing those because I'm just not carving out the time. And so I've started doing that uh, in my planner. Hello, happy planner. I have started in my work happy planner. I have started uh, putting down professional development tasks that I want to accomplish that week. And they're short, right? Like three or four things. They are not daunting. They're not um, huge. And it's just been really helpful for me to take that time for myself. Now, I, I talked about taking time off without guilt, but I wanted to make sure that we are talking a little bit about, you know, how do you take time for yourself within the work? How are you working for what you want to work for rather than what working for what others want you to work on? So I think that's really important in that capacity. Um, I just got done with a uh, an association's uh, monthly panel webinar and it was talking about wellness. I didn't know that going in, so it was very ironic and appreciated the conversation around wellness and taking time off and making sure that folks are, um, you know, trying to find a sense of balance or negotiating their time differently. And someone commented about um, taking time out time off without needing to have an appointment or without needing to have plans. And that really resonated with me because um, I get a lot of energy from sitting all day in uh, my favorite chair in our living room. 
and watching Netflix or Hulu or catching up on my shows that I missed from the week uh, or reading for an entire day with no distractions while the husband's at work, while the kids are at school and daycare. Uh, And that for me is equally as amazing as uh, going to get a pedicure, although pedicure is pretty amazing. Or, um, you know, spending time or money on myself or whatever, like some of those just energizing things are really helpful to me. I'm also an introvert. So um, being by myself is very comforting and is also how I really uh, re-energize and and get that energy back for myself, for my family, for my work that I'm doing. Um, So maybe that's not for you. Maybe that is um, going for happy hour with friends, Uh, you know, taking a half a day off or um, uh, taking a mental health day when that's not a thing that you normally would want to do or, or excited to do. But I just wanted to create a quick podcast on making sure that we know and understand, and as women, I feel like even more so uh, need to remind ourselves that the work goes on without us. Now, for the perfectionists in us, I'm here with you, uh, thinking about the work going on without us and me not having control over that or a say in it um, is can be a challenge, right? And can be very difficult to wrap our heads around. But know that the work can, will, should go on without us. And we can jump back in, pick it back up, lean into our hype squad to help be our voice when we're not there, help um, get us caught up to speed when we come back. But we should never feel guilty about taking time for ourselves because similar to the airplane mode, right, for those who have who have flown, that reminder of you put your mask on yourself before you help those around you, similar concept. You've got to take care of yourself first before you can help others around you. So I encourage you to take a moment after you're done listening to this and think about a couple things. One, where are your indicators that you need some time off or you need to recalibrate? Maybe it's not time off. You just need to recalibrate. So how do you know that about yourself? What are your stress triggers so that you can be a little more in tune maybe with when you need to take that time off? And then what does that time away or time off look like? And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be time away from the job or time off from work. Maybe it's just recalibrating your schedule or your calendar or how you want to approach work. Although I will never pass up an opportunity to take a day off. So help me with this intention, please. Go ahead and say it out loud. Say it in your head, whatever you need to do. But this week, I am done apologizing for taking time for me. Go out there, do amazing things, take care of yourself. You are fantastic. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. 
I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.